In today's episode, we're gonna talk about top three ways to grow your email list, why it matters, plus I've got a nice pro tip for you at the end. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Business Lounge Podcast, where each week we unpack the hottest online marketing and business strategies so you can grow your business, increase your bottom line, and make a bigger impact. And now, here's your host, Kimberly Ann Jimenez. What's up, fam? Welcome back to the Business Lounge Podcast. My name is Chris. Let's go ahead and jump into the matter at hand today. So here's the deal. A lot of people are wondering, and especially in the in the days here of rampant social media infatuation, why the heck am I worried about my email list? Or, man, I've sent emails before and nothing happened. Nobody bought. You, you said try this and put this PS thing and my link there and this and that. And <laughs> guys, I get it, all right? There's a whole strategy around your email list. But let me tell you what you should be shooting for. Let me give you some real benchmarks of what other people are doing in the world that maybe you just haven't done yet, and that's why it hasn't worked for you. So statistic number one is this. For every dollar you spend to grow your email list, you can expect a 4,200% ROI, meaning return on investment. What that means is for every dollar you spend, you make $42 in return. That is an astronomical figure, and I promise you, you will not see that figure anywhere else for any form of digital marketing for any business. So it's a wildly effective route. Again, it probably has more to do with the strategy you've been taught Maybe some of the things you've you've done in the past that haven't worked, uh, but really and truly, the people that are doing email marketing well, they're getting a forty two hundred percent return on their investment. Secondarily, and this is another piece or, or tidbit of information in terms of market data that you should be exploring or considering when you're looking at your digital marketing strategy, is that you should expect, on average, minimum one dollar per month per subscriber. So, what that means is this: if your email list is ten thousand people then you should expect if you're doing email marketing right, which again, that's a whole nother topic of conversation here, but if you're doing that right and you've got a product suite that's rounded out, you've got recurring revenue in your business, you should expect $10,000 per those 10,000 subscribers, so on and so forth. And that's on average, meaning you could be getting ex- way in excess of that. In fact, we've done that before. We're making three, four, five, six X what our email list entailed and we've had 30, 40 or 50,000 people on our email list and that's on a per month basis. So email marketing is not going away. And more importantly, we live in an era now of censorship, algorithms changing. I just saw this week, Instagram now, if you click a link, meaning if you have a link in your bio and people are clicking away from Instagram and they're going to your website, guess what they're now going to receive? A pop-up notification that it might be a scam, literally. Now, if you're meeting a new prospect, someone that just discovered you, and that's the first thing they're seeing when they're trying to discover what it is that you're trying to get them to take action on, What do you think their impression is going to be? Now, will the market adapt? Will they push through that anyways and say, yeah, 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 you say it every time. Like, I get it, right? Maybe. But the reality is this, guys. If the platform is not favoring you, the business owner or the creator, why are we still playing that game with them? More importantly, this, and this is a statistic that might make you feel a little bit uneasy about your your strategy, but the average click-through rate on Instagram is 0.22%. Not 22%, not not even 2.2%. 0.22%, meaning a fourth of 1%. That's how many people are leaving Instagram on average. They're seeing your exposure to your, your stuff and leaving that platform to go to your website. So in addition to the hurdle now of that added alert or notification from Instagram, 
the numbers were already pretty staggeringly low. Now, that doesn't mean that Instagram can't tie into your holistic marketing strategy. It doesn't mean that it's not a valuable touch point. Don't hear me wrong when I say that. Not all things here, it's not all black and white. Right? We're not dealing in absolutes here. It is an important part to establish those touch points, to build trust, to be able to demonstrate your domain expertise. Those are important. But when I'm looking at the numbers, just strictly by the numbers, growing your email list, growing traffic to your website, growing uh, your traffic to resources and, and mediums that you own, that you control, that are not going to change in the middle of the night like a thief, those are the areas you want to focus on. So let's start with number one, which is going to be focusing on your blog. Now, I know that doesn't sound sexy. I know that's probably like, that sounds so early 2000s. Why would you say blog? So think of it this way. When's the last time you read an article on the internet? When's the last time you went to ESPN or you were at uh, looking up an article about skincare or beauty or makeup or what have you, reading about some new change in the space or new product that's been working. Guys, that article technically by definition was a blog. So maybe we need to redefine what that is. I think that there was a, a, a litany of people that came into the marketplace and kind of defined what a blog is, but really all it is is a post that exists on your website that's not a core page, Right. So that's really all it is. Now, how you utilize that is completely up to you, and you don't have to fit into the definition of maybe what you previously held in terms of what a blog defined, but here's the point, and I'm going to give you a story as it relates to this. One of our students named Nikki, shout out to Nikki, um, is, is at our top tier. One of our, she's one of our coaching clients, meaning she gets to work one-on-one -on -one with us. Now, she has spent years really developing her blog, writing about gut health recipes and things for, to sweeten your foods naturally that aren't sugar and just putting out valuable resources but here's the kicker. With a blog, they live forever, right? The average lifespan of a tweet is 30 seconds, or now X post, right? Whatever you want to call that. And same with Instagram. It might live for 24 hours at best. Your blog can actually, as it indexes, can do better over time. It might become more relevant over time. And there's a story that I tell with this. It's really important. But I was randomly just Googling stuff for my own purposes, and I found Nikki's blog on the best protein powder for gut health, ranking number one overall in the world. Now, here's the deal. She didn't know that at the time, but she had just been really focused on putting out good content into the world. Now, here's the kicker. That blog, she went back and looked at it after I brought it to her attention that it was ranking number one overall in the world, <laughs> which is crazy. But that blog now, she looked and saw it's getting over 5,000 hits per month. 5,000. And she has several blogs like that, driving 20, 30, or 40,000 hits to her website every single month through those amazing pieces of content that she put out. Now, here's the deal. Each one of those, if you put a little embed on there of a resource that's valuable to somebody, right? So maybe it's the best protein powders for gut health. Here's my checklist or here's my other, my recommended foods that'll go with your protein powder that I recommend that are good for gut health. Get my 10-step checklist on getting the best gut health. Boom, download it here, right? It ties into that content. You're helping them solve problem A or you're, you're providing something that's complimentary to them in exchange for an email. That is gonna give you longevity of content. It's gonna last a long time. But also now you've got something that's converting people on average anywhere as high as 30, 40, or 50%. Now that's ideal, right? That's really optimized to get that high on conversion rates. We've seen it happen though, meaning one out of three or one out of two people that land on that blog and read that content are becoming new subscribers, aka leads for your business. Now you may see 10%, 5%, 15%, it can range. But the bottom line is this, that content lives forever versus content you have to put out elsewhere, right? Although those such points are valuable on social media, but you really need a foundation. I call it the triangle of traffic. And that bottom of that pyramid is long-form searchable content. And there's no better piece of long-form searchable content that you can put out quickly and efficiently than there is a blog. 
You don't have to be on camera. You don't have to talk into a microphone. You can literally just sit there and write on a Google Doc, have a virtual assistant stylize and put it up on your website, make sure it's optimized for SEO. Next thing you know, if you stay committed to doing that, one or two a week or even just a couple a month, you're going to see some traction in a very short period of time, particularly if they are optimized for capturing leads through something like a lead magnet, which is what we teach inside of the Business Lounge membership. That's number one. Number two, let's talk about YouTube. Now, I get it. A lot of people cringe. They don't want to be on camera. I don't like that. I get nervous. I've recorded things 100 times. Don't want to do it. Technical setup, expensive. I get all those. I get all those. That's why I didn't put it number one, but it is a powerful platform. In fact, here's the deal. This is a really important statistic to remember. YouTube of all the mediums, all the content mediums on the web, YouTube was the only one that was number one ranking amongst all demographics in terms of age. You had older people that they're on Facebook. They're not on TikTok. You have younger people that are on TikTok, they're not on Instagram, or they're not on X, right? But one thing that was unanimous across the board was all demographics are spending a significant amount of time on YouTube across the board. No matter who you sell to, everybody is using, to a high capacity, everybody's using YouTube. The searchability function is also huge. In fact, giving you an example, we've had videos, we have videos currently that are years and years and years old. And now they're to the point where they have 800,000, 400,000, 500,000 views. Doesn't mean you have to have that many, but these in particular do have that many. They're getting new views every single day. Now, here's the deal. In many of those cases, let's say one, for example, is about Trello. Kim has done a fantastic job of putting out a lot of really valuable resources around Trello for productivity, specifically for business owners. It's kind of one of her sweet spots. Now, in that video, she's talking about a template that she has created. And guess what? She's actually giving you that template for free in that downloadable file inside of the description underneath that video. So it's kind of like a soft pitch, so to speak, a a little mini webinar for her free template. Something to remember is this, you're selling something at every level in your marketing, whether you're selling somebody to watch your reel or you're selling them to like it, or you're selling them to follow you, or you're selling them to join your email list, or you're selling them on a product. At every level in your marketing, you are selling something. The key is to define what you're selling at that unique level and make sure that you are optimizing your performance at each one of those levels. So in that particular case, we're selling a download. We're selling the email subscription for that particular download. After the download, we're presenting you with just a small offer. It's you know less than $100 with our Trello business suite, which is basically all the templates we use to run our business, right? All the things we've used in the past, all the things we recommend, but it basically allows you to just plug and play and run your business using Trello as a productivity tool. Now, that gets sales every single day and it gets leads every single day from those few videos or even from just one video. We could literally be making money passively from, again, a handful of those Trello videos. So really powerful mechanism to use. Again, I understand the hurdles of getting going with YouTube, but there's just something about that face-to-face, people being able to watch you, uh, see you. You can show visuals, specifically if you're selling something like templates or you're getting them to download something like templates, you can go direct to sale as well from YouTube if you're really good at it. But bottom line is this, it's a powerful medium, would not discredit it, but I do understand the hurdle. So that's why I put it at number two. Okay, number three is we're gonna talk about is Pinterest. A lot of people don't think about Pinterest, but Pinterest is an amazing platform specifically because it has the community aspect plus the searchability. People don't know this, but it is a search engine. It has a search searchability functionality to it. So what you can do is you can put things up like 
I used to put up reading lists, right? So my top 10 reading list for business owners of 2023. People go to that. I write a little excerpt about it or like a little blog. I include my list. They can download it straight from there. And it was getting downloads on a pretty frequent and regular basis. Again, one of those things where a pin can last for a long time. We've seen over the years, we have a pin that goes viral. We're getting three, four, five thousand 5,000 new users to our site just from a handful of pins right there on Pinterest. If you sell something that is conducive to that, right? And you can join the business lounge. It's when we reopen and you can check out and see like, okay, what would you recommend for my specific business? Does this work for that? It would be a great opportunity for somebody like Nikki, who I referenced earlier to put up one of her recipes, right? Here's my smoothie recipe. Boom. Nice little visual. Here's the ingredients. Download it. The good thing about Pinterest is, is that you have people there that they're ready to take action on something. They're there because I want to make smoothies. They're there because I want to DIY my house. They're there because I'm looking for something specific. That search intent is really, really powerful. And it, it really encourages people to take action versus when they're on other platforms like TikTok or Instagram. They're just kind of there for indulgence. They're just kind of there to enjoy whatever it is the platform is going to bring that day. There's not really a search intent. They're not getting on Instagram to find a smoothie recipe, right? That's not their intention. So it doesn't mean you can't convert there. You can sell directly there. But again, a platform like Pinterest gives you the ability to track people down right where they're at because they're searching for something specifically and hopefully they found your resource, which leads to an opt-in where they're joining your email list and becoming a lead and hopefully a sale. Lastly, I said you, I told you I was going to give you this. I was going to give you a pro tip. Once you've done these three things, you're going to start to see over time which ones are top performers. You can try a few out. Maybe you have content buckets. Again, things that we teach inside of the business lounge, how to develop what those content buckets are. But for us, one of them is a content bucket. We have a productivity bucket. And we have a business tips bucket. So those are things that we're talking about. This would fall into the content tips bucket, right? Now, in that content tips bucket, we have a set of lead magnets that we use. I recommend just starting with one or a few, not starting with 25, right? We want to make sure we're measuring things. We're testing. We're not guessing. One of those that we've tested fully is called our content calendar template. Now, that template allows business owners to download it, and what they can do is organize their content so they're not creating stuff on the fly, so they're not overwhelmed with not being consistent with their content production, in that content calendar template, what we're seeing is that people are led to our other offerings. So whether that's our content calendar system or joining the business lounge, but it leads them on a path. Now, here's the deal. Now that we know that thing has been really dialed in and it's worked across all of our mediums, it's worked on YouTube, it's worked on the blog, it's worked on Pinterest, it's worked everywhere we've placed it, it has performed well. When we have that confidence, what we do is this. We take gasoline and pour on the fire with paid advertisement. When you're putting out free content, it's like creating your campfire right? It takes a lot of work. It's a lot of manual labor. It's sweat equity. You're investing because maybe you don't, you can't outspend other companies with spending $10,000 a day on Facebook ads. But what you can do is you can create a lot of blog content that's reaching your people in different capacities. Are there trade-offs? Yes. It takes a little bit longer to index all the things that we know when it comes to content. But here's the deal. When you're ready and you know that one's working, you've got a campfire started and you see that it's a decent flame. You can pour gasoline on it in this case, the metaphor being that being your advertisement, your paid advertisement on the meta platform specifically, Facebook and Instagram. What we've seen, and just to put this into perspective for you, that content calendar template, the last time we ran this four to six months ago around there, was getting over 95% conversion rate, meaning 95 out of 100 people that landed on that landing page going directly to that lead magnet, meaning I'm running ads directly to that lead magnet, over 95% of people were downloading it and not leaving the page. Now, on the flip side of that, we're running that directly to a paid offering. So you get your content calendar template. Then we say, hey, on a redirect, we've got this thing called the content calendar playbook. And it actually gives you ideas and inspo to go ahead and fill up your content calendar template right now. 
like done for you stuff to fill it up right now. So you see how it's complimentary, right? It's spaghetti and meatballs. Like it's like, oh, perfect. You've got this, now this ties together seamlessly. And here's the deal. When you really nail something like that, your email list is growing exponentially. We were getting 50 cent leads on that lead magnet, specifically running with paid ads now that we know that it was working. And moreover, what that allowed us to do was if we tie it into an offer that's seamless, like the content counter playbook that I mentioned, what you'll find is that you're actually self-liquidating your ad spend, meaning you're making money back enough to cover your ad spend. Even if you're break even, it means you're basically running ads for free. So we'll see over the course of a month, we'll run ads like that for a big promotion that's upcoming. We'll get thousands of leads, new leads into the business because we're about to run something as a new promotion. But what we'll find is that we've added two, three, four, five thousand new email subscribers in a very short period of time, and we haven't really paid anything because we've netted out a break even with the return we're getting on selling that intro level product. That's the power as a pro tip, again, pro tip, that's the power of having something really dialed in is you can scale that out and you can see your email list growing exponentially even to the point where if you dial in a really good offer in your funnel, you can actually re recuperate that money really, really quickly. And in fact, in this case, we were recuperating within the first 24 hours. Really, really powerful stuff. So I want to give you that as a pro tip just to paint a picture of what's possible when you really get one of these working and get working to a high degree. So that's all I've got for you guys today. Again, top three, blog, YouTube, followed by Pinterest. Pro tip, eventually you're going to want to run ads. All the pros run ads. It's just the, the way it is. You get to the point, pros run ads. It's what they do. So I hope this was beneficial to you guys. While you're here, don't forget to subscribe to the show. If you just found this or somebody sent this to you, great, subscribe, make sure you get more of this. If you find that there's somebody that you know that would benefit from this, it's like, man, I know they've been really trying to grow their business, a fellow business owner friend, make sure you share this episode with them. Maybe it'll be beneficial. Make sure you share that wealth of knowledge uh, with them as well. Even if they only get one thing from what I said that's valuable to them, hopefully that is a benefit and it helps them grow their business. All right, guys, make sure you leave a review for the show and we'll see you in the next one.